You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Bernard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Oh, man. Pretty, pretty sure I'm still drunk. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, uh, as we record this on a Sunday, 1028, uh, 2023, day after icons of wrestling, uh, the icons and battleground championship wrestling combo, which we do all the time, hanging out. And, uh, we decided to go to McCusker's after and, uh, tie a few on and I was just like oh shit I gotta do a show in the morning <laughs> so here we go yep <laughs> but uh yeah uh, feeling good feeling alright yeah. yes um shout out to uh, the folks who run Icons of Wrestling at the Severino it was a great event thanks for everybody who came out I did uh I brought back the Blue Dust character, mm. which I which I hadn't done since 1999, I believe. Yeah, 1999. Same Valentine's Day massacre, and uh, it went well. It went really cool. So cool, man. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I think I'm still trying to get some of that makeup off. It's like <laughs> I haven't. This is me putting the makeup on, and uh, yeah, I only did it for the convention. You know, because they have the convention and they have a show at night. Mm. And, uh, they're kind enough to let me stay around and uh, sell my wares. And um, so in between the convention, I was like, ah, let me run to the bathroom, wash this stuff off my face. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a second. And uh, I got it off, like, got most of the makeup off. But, you know, the, the black from, like, my eye stuff, like when I do the circle. I didn't use my usual paint. Mm. So, uh, I used the, uh, the paint. Um, which is cool is, uh, back when I did blue dust in ECW, WWE, I just, you know, that my eye stuff was liquid latex mm. and blue with the blue liquid, liquid latex. And, uh, it would just like peel off, you know, but. Um, gold dust use a, a certain type of makeup that's like water activated. And, um, when she was putting it on, I smelled that. I was like, man, this reminds me of, like why I'd be around gold dust where he's putting his paint on. It smells like exactly the same. Mm. But she, she, instead of using the liquid light, but the black liquid latex for my eyes, we just went with the uh, watercolor one. So when I, wiped it off and looked in the mirror it looked like I was wearing like mascara because it had gotten into my hair but I was like you know what it kind of brings out my eyes so <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a win yeah everybody's like man your eyes are super bright like, yeah it's my mascara so. <laughs> 
But, uh, that's my lucha name, Mills Mascara. There you but, go. Um, yeah, but it was a great event. Um, we went to McCusker's afterwards and, um, you know, and then, uh, yeah, like I said, like two in the morning, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get, I gotta be up at like eight thirty nine o'clock to do the podcast. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and then after this, I have to continue my day. So it's like, today's going to be a rough one. Yep. You know, then got, well, the Eagles come on at one. Yep. So we'll be out. Right. But, uh, yeah, I still got shit to do. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Dude, I'm After you, I got shit to do. I'm like, fuck. I do laundry today. God. Uh, I'm staring at the laundry pile in the closet right now. I'm like, fuck. That's my only job I have to do while Courtney and the, well, Mrs. Goober and the kids are away is do the laundry. And I'm like, fuck. I don't, it's just that I don't know how we com, we compile that yeah. much laundry in a week. And it's just, it's I, insane. I don't envy that because you got like, you and the kid, you, the wife and the kids, it's, it's me and Mrs. Meany. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> you know, uh, and we are fucking compiles quickly. It's like, what the fuck? How did this happen? I just keep buying socks and underwear so I don't have to do laundry. Just fucking, you know, <laughs> just throw them away. She wear them, throw them out yeah. in the garbage and get rid of them, man. Yeah. There's nothing better than a fucking new pair of socks, man. I love that fucking feeling. But, um, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, Icons was great. Blue Dust was fun. Um, a lot of great fans came up. Uh, a lot of people, it was cool to meet some of the people who listened to the show. Cool. You know, hey, I've been, you know, part of Pod Squad and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And, that's and uh, you know, met people, you know, I'm talking to people who are like, hey, I just discovered your podcast. I'm, I'm starting from show one. Awesome. Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Those uh, early shows were fucking long. Yeah, but yeah, buckle us. up, buckle up, man. Yeah. But uh, here we are. Uh, what what episode is this now? Oh, One eighty eight. Insane, crazy man, absolutely crazy. Insane, you know, still doing it, you know. You see podcasts come and go, and you know, and that was the thing I was afraid about doing a podcast because, uh, you know, I've seen guys do podcasts and they're like, yeah, I just run out of things to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 kind of cool that we're we're still doing it. Yeah, you know, yeah. But we 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 have. I feel like we always have something to talk about, even when I even when we feel like we're like, what are we going to talk about? Like, you know, <laughs> what are we what are we going to start with today? And we just we always have stuff to to go over and discuss, and you know, there's always something happening, which is great. I legit never know what I'm going to talk about. Like when you go me, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, like you're, you're reading the opening. I'm like, uh, uh. <laughs> motherfucker, you're putting me on the spot too early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, a cool thing yesterday, um, we're at the convention. Well, the show after the convention. And uh, one of the ECW regulars came up to me, uh, a guy that everybody called Kato. Because mm. he, he, back in the day, he had the Kato Kalen haircut or whatever. And uh, he's like, hey, you know what today is? I was like, I don't know. What, what's up? He's like, t- he's like 20. Uh, oh, shit. Now I got to do math. Hold on. <laughs> yes. I think it's 28 years. Wow. Let me bust out the calculator because I'm, <laughs> I'm dumb. Uh, this is my doing math 
Shout out, shout out to the pod squad while Meanie's doing some calculations here. Yeah, 28 years ago yesterday, which was October 28th, 2023, he's like, that was the uh, fire incident at DCW Arena where, you know, McFoley goes to hit Terry Cactus Jack goes to hit Terry Funk with the flaming chair and causes a whole, like the, 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 Shirt that was wrapped around the chair flew off, and uh, Terry went up in fucking flames. Oh, Jesus, and, uh, led to a whole bunch of shit wow. and uh, legal troubles. I mean, like, caused, almost caused a, a riot. Yeah, but, you know, f- you know, Terry's funk's on fire. The fucking lights in the building go out because they had a planned fucking thing. People are, you know, they're smoking air from the fire. They're smoking air from fire extinguishers. Oh, man. People are panicking. And that's the night I initially debuted for ECW as just Steve Richards fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, that footage went away. And, uh, you know, between that and between that show on October 28th and then November to remember the following month, is when they came up with the idea, where Raven came up with the idea for the Blue Meanie. So, yep. you know, got a got an anniversary coming up uh, next month of uh, 28 years of the Blue Meanie, basically, at a, an ECW. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. So I was like, oh, shit. Because we're at the ECW arena. I was like, and there, uh, Battleground was doing a opening opening show with a Terry Funk tribute and uh, Bubba Ray Dudley was going to, well, Bully Ray, but so I was like, fuck, I ran in the back. I found Bubba. I was like, yo, you know what today is? He's like, I don't know. 28 years ago, fucking the fire incident, you know, Terry Funk and Cactus Jack and Terry Funk. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, 28 years ago. (laughs) And Bubba was like, uh, that's the first time I met Terry Funk. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the, Bubba tells the story better, but he's like, you know, Terry comes back to the locker room and he's freaking the fuck out, as you would as somebody who's been lit on fire. Right, naturally, yeah. Yeah, just throwing shit around and just doing what I call the Terry Funk death march. And it's my, like, it's not my first night in the, in the in arena, but I just debuted as the Blue Meanie. So I'm just like fucking, I, I think I start walking up the steps, you know, the, the infamous, this is the dance steps, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from uh, Beyond the Mat, where Paulie did his uh, infamous speech before Barely Legal. It's like, let me get the fuck out of the way here. <clears throat> so he's doing the Terry, Terry Funk death march around the fucking locker room. And uh, he's walking right towards Bubba, and Bubba's like, Oh, oh God. Oh shit. Oh fuck. He's trying to get out of the way. <laughs> he tries to hide behind a fan. And I'm not, I don't mean a wrestling fan, like a circular device that's supposed to cool a room. Oh, jeez. It's one of those fans that has the large base, the pole and the big circular fucking thing. He tries to hide behind that and fucking, uh, Terry Funk picks that up, throws it. Oh, jeez. Like, 
sir, are you okay? He's like, of course I'm okay. It is smacks Bubba right in the fucking face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I met Terry Funk. My but, um, God. Yeah, so yesterday was just like a, a walk down memory lane mm. with uh, with that, you know, uh, doing blue dust and then remembering uh, that, you know, it was the anniversary of uh, what could have been my initial initial <clears throat> ECW debut. But, uh, you know, the fire thing was scary and fucking a bad deal. Yeah. In a way, it kind of worked out for me because if we had just stuck with me as Stevie's fan in the in the crowd, who knows what my career would have become, you know? Yeah. So uh, the fact that that footage had to go away kind of maybe saved me because the Blue Meanie character, <clears throat> excuse me, the Blue Meanie character is, uh, you know, what's done me the, the best. So it's... Uh, it's interesting when uh, you look back in perspective of how, you know, you know, it's like that, that sliding door theory, you know, yeah. what if I, what if I made that train? What if I missed that train kind of thing, you know? And, yeah. um, it, it's neat to look back and, and think about that stuff that, you know, what could have been, you know, yeah. people always go, do you have any regrets in life or wish you'd done anything better? I was like, not really, because it, it kind of worked out the way it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know? You know, I wound up having a, a career in ECW and a career in WWE, and and it could have been went a totally different way had, you know, a shitty incident yeah. not happened. And uh, it's kind of interesting, you know, who knows what would have become of me, you know, um you know, would I be in this house right now? Would I be with Mrs. Meany? Just the trajectory of everything that happened from that incident to uh, today. Mm-hmm. You know, my, I might not be here doing this podcast. So it's just, it's it's weird to think, you know, just uh, a single incident, you know, you know, changed so many people's lives, but in a way it kind of helped, helped me. Yeah. Because we, Gave uh, gave me an extra month of Raven thinking of what to do with me, and came up with the blue meaning. It's amazing, man. That's a yeah. that's it's wild. Like I I I often think of that when I reflect on my own life. I'm like, what you know, if I would have done this, if I would have done that, like I, I, how how different things would have would have been. But um, I will say that I wish I would have been a fly on the wall to just to see Terry Funk do the stomping around, and then just to smack Bully Ray. Like just not like I love Bully Ray, but just the, the visual of that in my head is like. Yeah. Why is he smacking Bully Ray? Yeah, this is like young, young Bully Ray. Fucking, he's probably just like, what? He's like, yes, sir, no, sir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm okay. Smack, Jesus. But uh, Bob Bully tells the story way better than I. I could, you know. I'm just telling it. Oh, I, I saw the thing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bully Ray just tells it way funnier. But uh, Bully Ray, you have yeah. a, you have an open invitation to come on the show and tell us that story because I I want to hear it. I want to hear that. Uh, Tra- Travis from the Pod Squad said Blue Dust looked awesome. What up, Trav? And uh, we have a uh, thank you for uh, the kind words there. And uh, he say props to 
Mrs. Meany. She's so talented. And really, it was her idea to uh, do it. She's always wanted to make me a robe. She's like, I want to make a blue dust robe. Because I had sold the original, which I still kick myself for. Like, uh, WWE made a fucking... Uh, got me a real fucking nice blue dust robe with the words, you know, embroidered across the back and... You know, you're, you're, you know, post, you know, wrestling and post uh, WWE, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, I got too much shit. I got to get rid of this, this. Somebody makes you an offer to buy it and you sell it. And then like, here I'm all these years later going, fuck, I wish I would have kind of, I kind of wish I would have kept it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things I kind of wish I, I would have kept, but you no, know, uh, I have to, you know, we can't, we had those ECW jackets and. I went to WWE. It's like, well, I can't wear this anymore, and I gave it to a friend, and mm. you know, uh, one of the varsity jackets, the red one with the black sleeves, and then like me and my friend reconnect. He's like, I think this belongs to you, and he gave me the jacket back. Just wow, just gave it back. It's kind of cool. So uh, yeah, there there is a story of you know, getting something back that you wish you you wish you hadn't, you know, given it, you know, got rid of in the first place, but. Yeah, that blue dust robe and the gear. I just sold the fucking gear too. Oh. I'm like, God damn it. I wish I would have kept it. But um I don't even know who I sold it to anymore. It's just been it's been that long. And uh yeah, he just wish he, he still had it. We I just did the with blue dust, we just did the robe. Couldn't find the under gear to wear. Yeah, which was basically just Looney Tune pajamas, if you ever see the original blue dust. Fucking uh, gear. Me and uh, Raven were driving around and went to a, a Looney Tunes store and they had these adult like pajamas, like a like a I want to say a romper, like this is by this is like ninety six or ninety five ninety six, and uh, we get that and we get some blue spray paint and start spray painting the fucking stuff in the locker room and the boys are like. Dude, you got to stop spraying that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, 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 like it, the, the the fumes fucking took over the locker room, and uh, I had to go outside. So, if you ever see the initial like blue dust out in public, out in uh, the ring, like I didn't get a chance to finish the shoulder. The shoulders weren't finished, and mm-hmm. all that stuff it was just. I was like, ah, fuck it. It's just gonna be a one time thing, and it turned into to a couple time thing. You know where, you know we. uh did promos like taking over Todd Gordon's office, which we, I saw him yesterday. He popped. He's like Richards. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, the 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 one of my favorite promos. I I forget about people are like, oh, what's your favorite ECW moment? I'm like, all of them. Yeah. But uh, we we filmed a a skit where Stevie uh, walks into Todd Gordon's office and he's going to pit propose different characters. It's just me in different outfits. So there's like Sir Meany, there's Colonel Demini. Sir Meany is, we did the Blue Meany Bloods. So I was like Bobby Eaton, which was awesome. I was like right. the Earl of, he was the Earl of Eaton. I was the Earl of Eating. So, you know, he, you know, pitched me for that. And then uh, he pitched Colonel Demini, which was uh, a take on Colonel De Beers from AWA. And then he's like, I got it, you know, blue dust. And I come in and I just sprawl across his desk, like, all sexily. And, uh, 
Todd's like, Richards, Richard. And Stevie leaves the room. He's like, oh, the, 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 the silence, the uncomfortable silence. Here. I think I'll just leave you two alone. And Stevie leaves and Todd goes, Richard, Richards, Richards. And so in the third Richards, they cut it. And it's perfect. You know, cut from the scene. And it was just fucking great. That's awesome. And he, Todd uh, Gordon came up to me yesterday going, Richards! And we were just fucking <laughs> laughing. So, yeah, that's why I love doing that the convention, that the arena. You know, just seeing people you hadn't seen in a while, being in a building that, you know, helped your career and, you know, just being around fans who are just great. So there's a lot of great fans, a lot of fans who uh, came up, hey, and listen to my Lamini, I'm part of the pod squad, and Fucking awesome, man! You know, so it was it was a good day, and uh, but uh, here I am, Sunday morning, yeah, after a night at McCusker's, and I'm I'm feeling it. Mm. <laughs> I'm staring out the window. It's raining right now, and it's you know it's beautiful fall foliage out here in in scenic Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm I'm struggling this morning. Shout out real fast too before I uh, I tell you or before we go any further. Um, I've been drinking uh, open air coffee. Which is friend of the show in Westchester, Westchester's own Baron Corbin's coffee line. Uh, I saw it go up a couple, uh, I guess about two weeks ago, and I ordered a bag of the beans. Um, it's the medium roast. I don't even know if they have it anymore. It sold out pretty quickly, but it is fucking delicious. So if you get a chance to go onto uh, his Instagram account to do it, it is O A Coffee Roasters, uh, and it's got a bag of the coffee right here at the at the front there for the Pod Squad. They can see it. If not, you can sign up today. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie, tears started just $10. But it is fantastic, uh, excellent, really nice taste, and it's uh, keeping me motivated here because I am exhausted. Um, oh, my God. I'll tell you that story in a second. Just jumping in the pod squad here. Shout out to the pod squad joining us this morning on a lovely Sunday. Uh, lots of hashtag Meanie for Hall of Fame, and I, I genuinely think now is the time yeah, to start that campaign yeah. for uh, <laughs> for Meanie for the Hall of Fame because I think it's going to happen. So I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm like, well, friend of the show – Conrad Thompson could probably track down that blue dust uh, 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 robe. I'm sure it's probably a small, you know, that in, in that in the collector community, I'm sure it's there. So maybe we make some connects, and that that would be something that we could lead to your induction in the Hall of Fame. I, we'll get on the phone with Bruce and we'll work it out. You know, there's a whole. I know Bruce listens to the show, so um, now I think it's. Uh, I'm I'm hopeful to hear that news and and. Uh, you know, at least something this year for uh, ECW. I feel like that would be a, a huge miss if they don't do that. But uh, everybody here is in agreement. Uh, let me see. I had another thing I was going to say here, but I don't remember. Oh, Vanessa says WWE treasure hunt. Yeah. Yep. There we go. That's exactly what I was going to do. Uh, Vanessa says back on my last glow cruise, I was sitting at a Chili's in the Mexican mall, looked up and there was blue dust versus gold dust on the TV. Randomly awesome. That's pretty cool. That's not a bad way to spend the afternoon. Yeah, and somebody brought up uh, Blue Dust, Gold Dust at uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. And I didn't even realize we opened the show. Mm. Somebody's like, oh, you opened the show? I was like, you did? And it's weird to think back you know, to all that stuff. And, you know, you know, they trusted us to open up and get the, uh, the opening match of any show is like the mood set, the tone setter, you know? And, yeah. That's a whole lot of responsibility. So it is very cool, you know, to mm -hmm. uh, be able to say we did that. 
That is amazing, man. Yeah, look at that right here. Do you guys open? That's crazy. Let's go back and watch it today. Um, I, uh, dude, I was in New York City twice yesterday, <laughs> and my eyes are just like shot. It took me three and a half hours yesterday afternoon to drive from Homedale, New Jersey, to New York City. I had to go through the Lincoln Tunnel, and it was a fucking nightmare driving in New York. Uh, the people in New York don't take this person, but I hate New York. <laughs> That's the episode. That's the episode. Of the, that's the name of the episode. Don't take this personally, but I hate New York. Yeah. <laughs> just driving there is fucking torture. Like, I hate. Look, I hate Philly traffic. Just yeah. sitting on ninety five and ninety five North, which they're never going to finish. Nope. Not now. Not ever. Motherfucker. You know. And then you said you. Took you three and a half hours to go from Central Jersey yep. to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yep, should be should be an hour drive. Yes, typically on the on the on the or I should say on the Waze or the Maps app, it was like an hour and ten minutes, right? Like just a real easy should be a breezy drive. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. It was uh, it was uh, you get to Lincoln, you get to the Lincoln Tunnel. And but even before you get to the Lincoln Tunnel, there's like it's almost like there's three main ways that go in, but everything is backed up for miles, and there's three lanes on each road. And then you get to for those who've never driven towards the Lincoln Tunnel or driven into Manhattan, once you're in Manhattan, right? Like, and you're in certain parts of it, it's not terrible, right? But like, it's Saturday night in New York, and uh. So you come up, I don't recall what road it is, you draw off the Garden State Parkway, <clears throat> and you come around the Big Bend, and everybody, just there's like, I don't know, six or seven tunnel entrances to the Lincoln Tunnel, and three of them are always pretty much closed. So everybody's trying to merge right. into the same space, and everybody's cutting each other off, and I'm driving this big, giant fucking rental car, I got a black Suburban, carrying uh, the talent around from Super Jersey Comic Expo, and... uh Oh my god, it was a nightmare, dude. It was a nightmare. It was just, it was horrific. And then you're just crawling at the speed of smell inside the tunnel. You get yeah. in, you get into New York City, and they're paving up the road, which reminded me of driving in Northeast Philly. You know, because everything is there's no macadam on the road. There's nothing. It's just you, know, like, you hit a fucking uh, you hit a uh, manhole cover, and you're blowing your tires out. And uh, oh, dude, it was horrible. Not not pleasant. I didn't get in until about I didn't get in until like probably closer to twelve thirty last night. And then because I was tired, I stopped for an energy drink at one of the rest stops. So then I'm sitting there and I'm just like buzzing, you know, like, fuck, this was not a good idea, but I needed to stay awake, you know, so it's like you're trading off. And man, I was fucking see on just literally sat with the TV on and I'm trying to like, you know, use my tricks counting down. I had this fun trick where I count down from 100 in Morgan Freeman's voice when I try to go to sleep. <laughs> it's true. And it fucking works, man. I know it sounds crazy, but it works. And uh, so I was trying that. And, uh, yeah, I finally, I think I finally got to sleep somewhere in the neighborhood at two o'clock. So it is a delightful, uh, morning here, but what was not a delightful morning or evening or night was our beloved Philadelphia Phillies losing oh, the, uh, the division, the national league rather championship series. And I wanted to pick your brain on that. Cause that was, that was, I gotta be honest, man, that was some really frustrating baseball to watch those last couple of games. Yeah, that was death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and people are like talking to me like, what, what would happen? Like, well, there's other Diamondbacks just played small ball, you know, just, yeah. you know, uh, 
kind of like wrestling when you say, hey, slow down, stick to the basics, you know, kind of thing. And it's what happened. And- it's like a microcosm of what happened last year, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Phillies got to the World Series and, uh, they were going, you know, they won the first round. They won the championship series. They got to the, I mean, the division series to get to the championship series. And they were playing, uh, the Houston Astros last year. And then they had that one big fucking game when they blank them 10 to nothing or whatever in the World Series. Next day they get, you know, Houston throws a no hitter against the Phillies in Philly. It's like fuck. Then they lose the next game in Philly. Fuck. You know, mm-hmm. game five. You know, you're like fuck. And they go back to Houston. I don't, I don't know what happened when they went back to. I know they eventually lost when they went back to Houston. But yeah. Same thing with this series. You know, uh, Phillies fucking blanked. You know, game two they blanked the fucking Diamondbacks, ten to nothing or whatever it was. Yeah. And then they just fucking, it's like, it, they went fucking cold. Yeah. You know, this fucking, uh, you know, they, they went back to Arizona, you know, lost, lost, you know, Phillies took a three, two, uh, lead before coming back and they couldn't, you know, you think you, you know, come home and you got two home games, but it's all about momentum. You know, yeah. they, they, dude, I, I was watching some of the, not by choice, they had to, you know, East Sub Arena has like a, a bar. Twenty three hundred arena has a bar. And they have uh you know, sports on at the bar. Mm. They had the World Series on last night and the fucking Diamondbacks who just eliminated the Phillies are already up to nothing in the World Series. Whoa. So yeah, and they fucking beat they're playing the uh, Texas Rangers to beat the Texas Rangers last night. Wow. Nine nine to one. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's just fucking this year's Diamondbacks are like last year's Phillies. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they got into the, the the playoffs on the absolute last spot that you can get in on the playoffs in the wild card. Phil's last year last year took the last absolute spot and just got in and got on a roll. Yeah, but, but it looks like the Diamondbacks are just they might roll this whole thing. They might fucking sweep out the fucking the Rangers. Ranger. And look, but look at this way. Diamondbacks got in the playoffs. They swept the first round. They swept the second round. The Phillies were the only team that really beat them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Beat them, you know, three game. beat them three games. Yeah. And it looks like the Rangers don't have a fucking answer for them. But like I said, they go back, they're, they're, they're playing fundamental baseball. Yeah. All right. Guy hits a single. He steals second base. Next guy comes up, hits a single, scores their the guy from second. You know, they fucking had a let, you know, the game they fucking beat the Phils, they hit 11 singles and like one double. Just keep hitting, you know, Phillies were getting hits, but they couldn't, you know, uh, hit them all in the same inning. You know, there's like maybe, uh, I forget how many hits the Phillies had, but yeah. You know, they were getting hits, but they just couldn't get them back to back to back to where you can right. drive in runs. So, but yeah, it looks like Diamondbacks are going to possibly win this. They, they fucking won the first two games in, in Texas. Wow. And, um, in Arlington. Yeah. And now they're going back to Arizona where they could possibly, this thing could be over in the next two, you know, I think they're off today, but 
Monday, two, the World Series could be over in two days. Crazy. You know? Crazy, man. So, you know, he could be mad and upset, you know, or annoyed. Yeah. Or as uh, we went to McCusker's last night, and McCusker's is basically a Phillies bar. I mean, they, we watch all the sports there. But it's like, uh, it's like a Phillies bar. Yeah. You know, the McCusker family loved the Phillies and walked in and see Dougie's, I'm fucking disgusted. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Especially for, I mean, besides the fact that he loves the Phillies, you know, killed his business, you know, just yeah. fucking, you know, during the playoffs, that fucking plays his fucking rocking, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything just came to a fucking haul. And it's like, everybody's like, how the fuck did they fucking look? But now you, you see these two, you see them, Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. And Diamondbacks are just fucking blow, beating the shit out of the teams. They were just a better team so, this year, man. They really were. So if you just put, put shit in perspective, who, 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 don't, the only team to beat the Diamondbacks in the playoffs were the Phils. Yeah. You know, but, and normally, uh, whoever eliminates my team from the playoffs, I'm like, oh, well, they're good enough to beat my team. I hope they go in the, doing the whole thing. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Shit. Fuck them. Fucking Diamondbacks. Fucking. Whatever, but you know, being a realist and being a a fan of you know baseball and sports in general, you know the Phils were the only team to beat them in the playoffs. So it's it's not a really good fucking prize that you want to have. You know, oh, yeah. we got eliminated, but we're the only ones who we're the only ones who beat them in the playoffs. But it's it's the truth. So, and like I said, uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, Young team, fucking just got in, got hot at the right moment. Bunch of young guys who look old because they got mustaches and shit. It's like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Spencer Strider guys, fucking from Atlanta's fucking young as shit, but he looks old as shit because Spencer Strider. Spencer, we meet again, Spencer Strider. <laughs> he's, got that fucking, he's got the super trooper fucking mustache. <laughs> Dude, I was sending you photos from Bellworks this weekend, and they had a store that had the name Provisions in it, and it had this old school typewriter. So I sent media photo of it. I was like, Spencer Strider eats here. <laughs> God damn, if he didn't walk into frame. <laughs> he just waltzes in with his suspenders yeah. and his fucking, his, his twirled up mustache. Yeah. Fucking guy. Spencer Strider. Now, my, I, favorite, my, my favorite photo from the, the Phillies Braves game is when Spencer Strider is walking off the mound and somebody's holding up a sign that says Spencer Strider wears his sister's pants. Because <laughs> <laughs> his pants are like super tight. <laughs> He's got them painted on baseball pants. Why does he shake his ass like that when he goes <laughs> to fucking throw a ball? <laughs> He's doing the fucking, fr- yeah, the fucking, uh, the old underalls commercial where you see the ass go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, stop shaking your ass at me. Just throw the fucking ball. <laughs> please stop twerking in the camera, please. I appreciate it. Now, man, I just, I watched those last couple games and I just felt like, you know, outside of watching Arizona just play better baseball, it just felt like, and I think one of the criticisms I saw on, on Twitter was the fact that, like, it's, uh, they didn't have any, like, you know, like just single hits or doubles, you know, it was like everybody's the power hitter and going for the home run hits, but they're, they didn't have that offensive game, right? Everybody's trying to slug and get it out. And whereas Arizona was doing that the entire 
yeah. uh, series. And it's like, well, that could be a reason, you know, and it was like everybody's trying to slug this ball in outer space, which is great. But, you know, if you're not rolling them up, then. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, did you, Dookie? <laughs> did you make doo-doo? Oh, shit. oh no! My ass, my ass stuck its tongue out. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Yeah, I mean, he just shit himself, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to surprise him without skid up a fucking fart. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't remember what regular air smells like. <laughs> I have to do that thing where you blow air up into my own nose. Yeah. Get the smell away. <laughs> yeah, dude. God. How bad? Yeah. What, 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 but now you're, now you're just marinating in it right now. God almighty. Apologies, apologies to anybody that encounters me. That just... <laughs> Amy, what's that cologne? Shit. <laughs> Shit for men. Yeah. Shit for men. Travis writes and he sits down in it. <laughs> Every time. Every single time, dude. He rips a mess and he just sits down. I'm like, what? What are you doing? It smells. Yeah, no shit. It's like, ah. Uh, oh my man, God. That's horrible. You know. <laughs> well, I hope. Oh, why does it smell so bad? <laughs> I mean, I hope Maybe. it's not shit, you know. Dude, yeah, I was close. Oh, my God. I was fucking touching cotton right on that one. Dude, I ran into the door last night. Like, I fucking, I didn't actually physically run into the door, but, like, I, I threw the door open. I had all my stuff, you know, my, my work bag and my fucking travel bag. Dude, I was touching cotton, and it was close, too. Like, it wasn't like it was one of those ones you can have, like, a little fart space. You have it, like, fart buffer, you know? So you can, yeah. yeah, you sound like an Evan Rude while you're walking and you're clenching cheeks. No, man, there was no fucking, there was not a single buffer, man. And I just threw like everything on the ground. <laughs> I just dumped it all on the ground, ran into the bathroom. I came back out and I was like, oh my God, there's a giant fucking message, mail and shit all over the place. I'm like, what did I do out here? It's like a fucking raccoon got into my living room before I, while I was in the bathroom. Well, well, just think about it. A fart is a turgeon. <laughs> a fart is just a turgeon. <laughs> I have a friend. Who um, <laughs> he's driving home and he, he got the bubble guts and uh, fucking you know he's poking daylight you know just fucking <laughs> driving home and uh, he's like I got to the door I fumbled with the fucking keys got to the door opened the door ran up the steps ran in the bathroom pulled my pants down sat down I didn't even turn on the lights. Sat down, started taking shit, and realized that the fucking lid was down. So I sat no. Down there, went, uh, uh, <laughs> it, it fucking just fucking hit the back of the toilet tank. Just, <laughs> oh my god! He, he fucking private piled the fucking toilet <laughs> tank like full metal. When private pile blows his brains out, like a full metal jacket, oh you know those. That's bad, dude. That is horrific. And the, yeah. and then you have to on top of that. Oh, I'm gagging! You have to clean that up too. Fucking yeah. hell, man. Yeah. Oof. No, thank you. <laughs> 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 
Oh, my God. Oh, man. Nothing's worse than a kid's fucking shitting in the tub, dude. Kids fucking in the tub. (laughs) Just shit in the tub. What happened in here, y'all? Yeah. What the fuck is going on in this bathroom? Uh, Travis says, uh, I'm telling you, you need a dedicated fart mic. Let it sit down there and wait. (laughs) You do this once a show. Dude, I'll get a fart mic and sit on a fucking steel chair. Sit on a snare drum. Yeah. Meanie. Yes, sir. And gentlemen across the nation, I have an urgent message for you, sir. What is that? This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the brand that took your balls to space is now launching them into the Ultra Sphere, introducing the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, featuring a new cutting-edge design of next-generation dual skin-safe blade heads for different shades. It's pretty much a spaceship that takes your boys downstairs to the next level. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their brand new the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANIE. High tech for low places, Manscaped. Meanie, I want to know about your experience with this brand new product. How is it helping you with the little blue guys? When it comes to the 5.5.5.5.5.5.0, the blue meanie and the, uh, the little meanies are looking, looking, looking smooth. To say the least. Uh, then the 5.0 is the next level of ingenuity by, uh, Manscaped and making men look good and feel good when they're with their, uh, with their special loved ones. You know, meaning I, I, uh, I can tell you that every guy, at least I know too as well, uh, I know how scary it is when I'm down there uh, trying to get a close shave uh, below the waist. And that's why I trust Manscaped for all of those sensitive places, including around Little John and the East Side Boys. And I'm lucky to be one of the first to try the new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra and say, to say it's a game changer, meaning that's an understatement. Manscaped's fifth generation trimmer features two next gen interchangeable skin safe blade heads. A standard trimmer blade for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go for that smooth finish wherever your heart desires. No more wet shaving down there? Count me the hell in here. This bad boy also features dual LED spotlights to provide contrast on multiple skin tones so you can shed some light on your darkest places, if you know what I mean. We're talking three length setting combs for all your desired lengths. And oh, Meanie, did I mention this part? Did I mention to you that it's waterproof? check you out <laughs> taking it on the go too. manscaped has you covered this puppy comes with a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks at the airport because lord knows you don't need that going through phl any time of day this right here is on the cutting edge of cu- the cutting edge rather of cutting pubes upgrade your ball trimmer and your life will follow so go right now to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the promo code mind meaning that's right it's 20 percent off plus free shipping with the promo code mind meanie your balls have had have been through enough this year it's time to go ultra with manscaped and we thank them for sponsoring the program and we got to i was i used to do the show, I used to do show sitting on the spectrum chair behind me i was like ah oh, philly but it was horrible for him horrible mm. Yeah, I felt like shit. So we got this this chair I'm in now. We went to an office uh, 
there's this warehouse down in Delaware they sell like uh, they go to you know they close out fucking office buildings and they got like used stuff and we went and bought this chair and this chair's fucking comfortable but once <laughs> show I have to fucking get like a a, a re- old a, a, a legit fucking like steel chair sit on that and put a mic underneath me <laughs> Is there something I'd let fucking go during the fucking show that yeah. nobody would know the fucking difference? Yep. Maybe I could pick it up if I'm listening. I'm like, oh yeah, that that was it, dude. You I know, just, I think oh, I think know. I'm slick sometimes, and I let one go, and you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoops, sorry about that, y'all. That was a loud yeah. one. Yeah. Um, no, we definitely we need to do that. Uh, Travis talking about how shit all over the back of the toilet. I will forever be in shock and just perpetually confused when I go into gas station bathrooms or bowling alley bathrooms or anywhere in public and there's shit on the wall behind the toilet. There's shit on the fucking, like on the, on the sink, there's shit on the door. How does this happen? How do you get doo-doo on the wall up, up like where the mirror is? How do you do this? What are you doing in the bathroom? Are you just like, I, there's a, there's a fucking, there's a cartoon where it's like, you know, that what happens in the gas station bathroom and it's like a guy with his hands on his wall, on the one side of the wall and his feet on the other. And he's just like, you know, like a parallel line and he's just pissing out the front and then the shit's just coming down. Off the floor. <laughs> like that's literally what happens in these bathrooms. It is disgusting. Yeah. Refuse. Yeah. I'll just shit myself. It's fine. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody else's dookie on me, but dookie. Do. Uh, what's that smell? Oh, what's that smell? <laughs> Grunting. What are you doing, Hulk? God damn it. What a great flick. I just showed my kids that clip the other day for the first time. They sit on the top of one of the boxes and it's, what's that smell? What's that smell? <laughs> Pure cinematic genius. It is art. Scorsese level art, my friends. So he's a regular old Martin Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Travis, dude, we definitely need a blue weenie snare drum. That's what we need. Is like we could I'm sure we could make some phone calls and make this happen. I'm full of PBR farts right now, <laughs> brother. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is brought to you by Blue Weenie farting on a snare drum. I'm going to have to fight after, as soon as we finish the show, I have to go feed the fish, man. <laughs> Travis was talking about the, the Tim Sabian hashtag shitgate incident at Stern. I, oh, every time you fart, the only thing I can think about is, uh, what was the newscaster's name? Um, oh God, he was the Howard 100 news guy and he farted and they caught him on the microphone farting and it was the most, like the loudest fart I've ever heard recorded on a microphone. And he fucking, he was so pissed about it. <laughs> I got to look up his name, but it was like, Artie was like, he killed a fucking iguana. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) He stepped on an iguana. Oh, what's his name? Um, Um, He's like a legit news guy. Yeah. Yep. Um, Ralph Ralph Howard. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. No, Sour Shoes. Oh, yeah. There was another guy too, but. Like sour shoes, I used to always prank them and stuff like that. But. <laughs> it's amazing, man. Amazing that they had their own news station. Like, I remember when that happened, I was like, Howard has his own news station? Like, this is cool, but like, 
you know, and then they're actually doing like serious news stuff about like the Howard show, you know, and just, Steve Oh, Langford. Steve Langford. That's his name. Steve Langford. That's it. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> Appreciate you. No, it's definitely no, it's, Steve. It's Steve. Lang- Steve. <laughs> yeah. If I get some sour shoes, he's called Steve Langford all the time, like three o'clock in the morning. Just ridiculousness. Fucking great. You it's, know, but, Good stuff, man. You know what else is good stuff? Besides the uh, besides my Well besides you not pooping in your pants, but uh if if you will, baby. Yeah, of course. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Are you ready to ask me? I would love to. Ask me something. Don't forget, tweet your questions at us using the hashtag AskMeanie. And you may hear them on the program. Uh, we're going to start off the pod squad here because I know Travis has been real vocal in the group today. And he had to ask me a question for you earlier. Uh, he says, what was the greatest piece of advice Raven ever gave to you? All of it. Uh, <clears throat> just uh, the psychology and timing. And <laughs> it is just Travis fucking <laughs> Steve Langford has a huge penis. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I wish somebody would prank me like that. (laughs) Thank you. He's on like a fucking horse. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Yeah, but back to Raven. Uh, all of it. It just—I learned timing from him, like, and how to like pace spots and psychology and stuff like that. Just one of the best minds in the business. But, <clears throat> dude, legit. I got to break in with Al, you know, and he had me work with vets, and then I went to ECW and just learned from so many fucking people. It's just. If it, if you can't learn, if you couldn't learn anything in that locker room, shame on you. Mm-hmm. But to you know, have Raven sit, sit there with Raven and watch him watch the wheel spinning in his head, just and contemplating, you know, what to do. And okay, when uh, he you know swings the king, go one, two, gotta slide in, and then it's got to be like this, bam, and he would like you know. <laughs> like I say, we, uh, you know, Mrs. Me say, you know, wrestlers talking techno. <laughs> I'll hit you, bing, bang, boom, bobbity, 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 you know, and then, whoa, Bundy, you know. And we're not saying anything what we're doing, but we're pantomime and we know exactly what the other guy's saying. <laughs> I got you, bing, bang, boom, shoot you in, whoop, you know, do all this kind of, you know, fucking noises and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> then I'm going to hit you with a boop. Gonna just get you one bolt round nose there, and then bibbidi 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 bibbidi, and then ooh, <laughs> I'll come to the line, ooh, you know, just fucking a bucket, a bucket, a bucket, a bucket. Yeah, I love it. I gotta learn this lingo. Oh, uh, before not to get away from me, you can see oh. I have a seltzer for once uh-huh. this week. I will be honest. I'm I, for, I forgot. Very thirsty. I'm trying to hold off this fucking <laughs> this khaki lasso. I'm fucking. That fucking twirling in my stomach right now. <laughs> I have a I have a burgundy loaf that's fucking <laughs> baking in my fucking. 
Oh my god. What do you got today? On, what do you have on the seltzer train? Uh, Canada Dry and an orange. Atta boy. So, uh, let's try this one in three, two, one, cause I'm thirsty. <laughs> hey man, that shit. There you go. I was going to stop. Pinky's yeah. <laughs> up. I was going to stop this morning, uh, before we recorded, but I woke up too late and I was like, well, I'll just have my coffee and I can kayfabe it, but. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> ass. Gotta let out ass. But the thing is, I'm a quick shitter too. Yeah, right. Like it's all the agony just to sit down and go, Boom! And you're done. <laughs> Everything's out. Yeah. I'm, Amazing. Amazing. You know, like like, yeah, I just, I wait till the last second. <laughs> <laughs> Travis says it sounds like you need a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm my like, God. Here at the Burgundy Loaf. <laughs> Our executive chef, Spencer Strider. Yeah. What's <laughs> up with your famous classic tight dishes? Pants. <laughs> tight pants. So you'll get bulge at every meal. Yeah. My God. Put on some fucking less restrictive pants, pal. Please. Why is this waiter's dick on my shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I want his dick probably as a must. I'm sure, yeah. He's probably got it trimmed up right at the top there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mark and Dryden wants to know, I was on the YouTube the other day and came across a couple of hilarious clips. Would love to know if you two remember, or I hope either of you have seen them before. First one is, uh, the crying wrestling fan. It's so real to me. Damn it. Yeah. Have you ever met Dave Wills before? And the second is, uh, Plano East versus John Tyler, the Texas football game where one announcer says, I'm going to throw up. No, I haven't seen that. Wow. I, I've met Dave, and Dave's a great guy. And uh, talking about a guy who's, I mean, that whole thing, you would think it was like a work, but it was legit. And uh, he's had a good run with it. Yeah. You know? He got to, uh, the fucking uh, Tosh.0 flew him out to California and did a segment with him and stuff like that. So he, he had a good run with it. Yeah. But uh, he's a good dude. Just a good old Southern boy from, uh, I think he's from North Carolina. Mm. Oh, I always see my Russell Kate in, uh, what's his sale in North Carolina? Great dude. Uh, funny dude. Uh, took a, a moment where, you know, he got, you know, caught on camera just being emotional. I had a good run with it. And, and it's, <clears throat> dude, he, uh, you know, he should have trademarked. Yeah. You know, yeah, he could have, yeah, fucking made a fortune just on shirts, you know. That's crazy. It is. I yeah. mean, it's it's a. It was, you know. I him, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> just an honest moment that he had. Um, yeah. He follows me on Twitter, I think, and I've always had really pleasant conversations with him. You know, when we interact, and great, great. great just seems like a really great dude. So, shout out to David Wills. Uh, yes, sir. Pod Squad member Nate Smythe wants to know what up, Nate? What's going on, dude? Uh, we talk a lot about Meanie's favorite bands. Are there any popular bands that he dislikes? And he Ooh. says that mine is the Beatles. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting choice. You don't like them. Be curious to know why. I have a friend who's like, I fucking hate the Beatles. I'm like, all right. Uh, he, he, like, like I'm supposed to like clutch my pearls and go, oh, I, right. I, you know, I mean, uh, fucking, 
I have this love hate thing with fucking the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but they f- fucking annoy me. Um, it's not a hate. I, they're just, there are real bands I just fucking hate, mm-hmm. but I'm just fucking perturbed, <laughs> fucking annoyed. I think I, I think we've talked about this yeah. recently. Where mm-hmm. I played the uh, cartoon, somebody going, uh, "Here's a red red chili," but it's just him singing about fucking California the whole time. California, I say I'm from California, dude. <laughs> I had, I had this epiphany because I was listening to. I was listening to Foo Fighters Radio on Pandora, and Incubus comes on a lot. Mm. Their singer Brandon Boyd. I'm like Brandon Boyd from Incubus is a talented Anthony Kiedis. It's like, yeah, they're they're both good looking dudes. Like Anthony Kiedis, good looking dude. I, I got no problem saying that. Yeah, you know, good looking, and. uh you know, they finding like Brandon Boyd reminds me of Anthony Kiedis, but like I like Brandon Boyd like a thousand times better. It just there's just something about him. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? I like Flea. Yeah, and their drummer uh, Chad from Red Hot Chili Peppers, great guy. Right, they're amazing musicians. Just something fucking annoys me, man. Just it's like that scene in fucking. Um, Big Lebowski, man, I hate the fucking Eagles. You know, like, uh, guys playing the Eagles on the radio. I, just, I hate them. And I, I, I have like a love-hate thing with the Eagles too, but yeah. to the level of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know. And, uh, let's face it, the Eagles are just a fucking country band, right? Yeah. You know, you know, there, there's so, like, I, I hate it when Terry Funk came out to Desperado. That just got me... Mm. Legit hot. I'm like, why are we playing this fucking? Sl- it's fucking putting the crowd to sleep. You know, like, <laughs> great montage, horrible ring music. You know, turn this honky tonk shit off. Yeah, dude. When uh, we were doing three PW shows, I was fucking. Uh, I, and we had Terry Funk come out. It's like, you're coming out to one that did or alive by Bon Jovi. Yeah, and it's like. That song is your career, you know. When you hear the opening lyrics, it's all the same, only the names have changed. Yeah. You know, I've seen a million faces and I'm rocking them all. In my head, I have a, a montage, you know, when, the, like, say the opening lyric, it's all the same, all the names have changed, and you see a, a quick flash of, like, funk from the 60s, all the, like, you know, current day or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, just, it's perfect, you yeah. know, that's a perfect song, but... Yeah, I'm gonna get off on the, on the side road here, but yeah, bands I can't stand just fucking. It's not, there's aren't real bands I hate. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking yuck. Just yeah. turn, reach for the fucking knob. You know, whoever sings the fucking chorus for kids songs, get fucking go away. God. <laughs> <laughs> so painful. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you. That's why I, that yeah. song comes out. Reach right for the fucking. Yeah, dude. Right. Again. 
Reach for the radio and jerk your knob off. <laughs> we'll get Sam to read that for the next show. Um, Please. <laughs> be like, Jesus, dude, what do you want me to say now? Um, we a burnt loaf. <laughs> dude, he would probably, he would probably do us a good read. Mind of the Media brought to you by the Burgundy Loaf. He'd be like, what the fuck, man? Um, Sam, if you're... <laughs> he did this fake law commercial for us once, Hawthorne, Stroman, and Rowe. And because uh, one of the guys we did the podcast with, he thought Braun Stroman was like, sounded like a lawyer's name. So we yeah. came up with our own legal team and it used to run on the beginning of all the episodes. I'll have to see if I could pull it up and throw it on the board one of these days. You know, Meanie? What's that, Adam? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, Meanie. They are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie... I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind and Meaning, I always was, was like, let's get Green Roads as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily. Uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions. Uh, to help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, Meany, that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year, earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a, com- a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, Meany. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select mm-hmm. our they select their hemp from high quality American farms, and also not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single patch. That's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote unquote white label brand. So right now you can go to GreenRoads.com, meaning, and save twenty five percent off of your entire purchase. Wow, twenty five percent off of everything, meaning that's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com, and use promo code MEANIE at checkout. That's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code MEANIE at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. Um, last question, it looks like here. Matt from Dover wants to know. Meanie, yes. <laughs> thoughts on taking a dump at a friend's house for the first time? Oh yeah, that happened recently. Um, went to the Eagles game, and you know we're all going to meet up and fucking uh, caravan it down to the over to the Patriots Stadium. Eagles Patriots went up there and uh, went to my buddy Tim's house for the first time. Hey, uh, 
in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm in there and just, I'm, I'm in there and I'm, I took a selfie and sent it to my, sent it to Danny Cage who's in the living room sitting on the couch. I was just like, like, you know, big cage. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus, <clears throat> you got to do it, but you know, nothing worse than taking a shit at a friend's house and the water starts rising. You're like, oh no, yeah, uh huh, no, no, fucking, <clears throat> go down, go down, and you're looking for frantically for a fucking plunger and just, well, you got to do what you got to do. You know? Yep, you're praying to every god imaginable. No one's an atheist in the bathroom with a toilet water coming up. No. So, yeah, but yeah, I've done it, and I'll continue to do it. <laughs> and we will continue to do this show for you, to entertain you, the pod squad. We thank you for listening to the show each and every week. We appreciate you. Uh, and all of your questions, again, don't forget to use the hashtag AskMeany, and we will answer them on the show for you. Meany, I want to say thank you for uh, uh, being here so early with me today. Uh, and uh, I think both of us are headed back to bed after this recording, but... In the, poop. In the, well, yeah, first we make Dookie and then back to bed. But in the meantime, yes. where can everybody find you on your social medias? If you would like to support the, well, sorry. If you would like to follow the Blue Meaning on all forms of social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, threads, at Blue Meaning BWO on all forms of social media. Uh, if you would like to support the Blue Meaning, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash... Blue Meanie. Uh, if you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to WrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Uh, Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to CollarandElbowBrand.com and use coupon code Meanie. Uh, or use coupon, code, use coupon code Mind and save 10% over there at CollarandElbowBrand.com. Uh, madcatbeercare.com. If you're a bearded fellow like myself, go to madcatbeercare.com. Get the blue spruce beard oil and bomb. Shout out to Josh Thornton doing an amazing job over there taking care of the cats. Every dime you spend there at madcatbeercare.com goes right to take care of the kitties. The ultra pro wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. Ultra pro wrestling contains not only original characters by the incredible Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself and many others, I'm trying not to spoil. So if you want to update on uh, this awesome game that's coming out next year, go to ultraprowrestling.com or follow them, out, follow them on Twitter at UPW a video game on Twitter. Uh, the Figure Collections Bone Crushing Series 1 variants of the Blue Mini are available right now. All series ones can be uh, ordered now at shop.figurecollections.com. That's shop.figurecollections.com. Either way, you can get the uh, old school mini or the BWO mini. Either way, uh, you're not making a bad choice. Uh, shout out to Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie, Nova, and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. If you want to see him make these uh, beautiful uh, shoes, follow him on social media at G-O-I Kicks. That's all forms of social media at G-O-I Kicks. 
To have the Blue Meanie on your podcast, go to podstars.net, P-O-D-S-T-A-R-Z.net, uh, register your podcast, and then uh, book the Blue Guy. There's several great people on that, that site you could choose from, you know, to have on, but uh, pick me, pick me. Uh, cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Go to cameo.com slash blue meanie BWO and let's do a video today. Make somebody stay a little bit brighter. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? Me? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads, and Blue Sky, meaning which I have been uh, exploring a little bit more. It feels like uh, Twitter without the bullshit. And I'm uh, enjoying it right now. So uh, also, do you have a code? Do you have a join code for that already? Are you on Blue Sky? I'm on there. All right. I haven't fucked with it. It's uh, I, I'm I'm enjoying it the way it's evolving. I, uh, I I think they're starting to really work a lot of the kinks out. So I think uh, I think I might start using that a little bit more. But if nice. you're on there, you can follow me on all of those social platforms at this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. You can also listen to my second show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net. I had a fantastic conversation with my friend Robert Costa on all things political before the Speaker of the House was elected. So you want to check that out. I'll keep you updated on everything that's happening in the world right now. Go to foundationradio.net. Now on YouTube as well. So go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, share with your friends. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash Mind of the Meanie Podcast. And you can find us there. Like, comment, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your family, uh, share with someone you don't like. Because we're a great show. And I think you could repair that friendship uh, if, if you know they listen to the show and they're like, oh, my God, this, these guys are great. And then you guys are homies again. So you could do that or you could scream at somebody in Wawa if you want to and tell them to listen. Um, so that would be a, those all great options. Uh, so go ahead and check us out on our YouTube channel as well. Brothers Gatter, don't forget, yeah. y'all, it is the holiday season is rapidly approaching. We are going to be in fucking November this week. So don't forget to get your shopping done early and go to brothersgatter.com. You can pick up your official Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy for the holidays. You can also get a Blue Meanie Wrestle Buddy. And me and I'll have you know. You can also get a two-pack, 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 that's right, two-pack of the uh, Mind of the Meaning, your favorite podcast host. So brothersgatter.com. The Feinberg Method, use promo code Goobering to save up to 20% off of your entire purchase. My trainer, Brad, is ready to work with you for your physical and mental well-being. So go check them out at uh, thefeinbergmethod.com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop in downtown Lawrenceville in the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Schedule your appointment today with them by going to 10thwardbarbershop.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Pick up a shirt and keep the lights on at the Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Uh, and don't forget to sign up today for our Patreon at patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Tears start at just 10 dollars to join i want to thank manscaped and green road cbd for sponsoring the program today i want to thank carl pinnell for always dealing with our bullshit especially mine as we make fun of him uh for talking like this yo asshole i don't fucking sound like that and i want to thank sam for always uh sam Krebs for always entertaining me while he reads the uh copy i always have great voice notes in my phone from this shit but meaning i want to thank you specifically for doing the show <laughs> And I love this week after week. It's my favorite thing to do, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoy making it. So for the Blue Meanie, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. Peace. Don't forget to pick the toilet seat up. Blue World Order.
This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. That's me. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is performed by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at Mind of the Meanie. And become part of the Pod Squad by going to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Mini's brain out.